Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Can y'all hear me okay? Throw up your emojis. Heart with the plus sign down there at the bottom. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you everyone for being here. And thank you to my live streamers over at TimCast.com. Thank you for becoming a member and helping to support our work. I'd like to welcome Neil Harmon, the CEO of Angel Studios. Welcome, Neil. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? You bet. So I'm a co-founder and CEO of Angel Studios, and we release films and TV shows. You might have heard of some of them. Um, the Sound of Freedom, uh, The Chosen, Drybar Comedy, Tuttle Twins, The Wing Feather Saga. These are some of the shows that uh, um, are beloved by our group. Mm -hmm. And what's unique about Angel Studios is that every show and film is selected, not by us, not by the executives here, but by the people we call the Angel Guild. Uh, we're kind of flipping the script on Hollywood. It has uh, gatekeepers who decide what goes to market. And at Angel, it's the audience who gets to decide, the members of the Angel Guild. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about how you become a member of the Angel Guild? Sure. You can go to angel.com slash guild and you can join as a member at any time. You get to vote on whatever will come to next at Angel Studios and then you get complimentary tickets to the theaters, to every Angel release. You also um, get to give feedback to the filmmakers and you get merch discounts and uh, early access to any shows streaming on Angel Studios. Awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, jump right into this. So I actually want to kick this off by talking a little bit about Sound of Freedom. You are making films and movies that change culture. Can you tell us a little bit about that film and maybe how it brought you to Cabrini? You bet. So uh, I met the producer of Sound of Freedom, Eduardo Verastegui, in Mexico City uh, in October of 2022. He and his team had been working on that film for almost eight years and um, had finished it three years before, and it got caught during COVID and never got released. Uh, prior to that, it was owned by Fox and Disney. Mm -hmm. and he got the rights back, and he was trying to get the film to market. And we met, and then we signed a deal with him in March mm -hmm. of 2023 and really felt impressed to, that the 
associated with this film justified launching on July 4th so we released it on July 4th and and uh, and and the movie um, uh, has now reached we estimate over 60 million people wow. so it's uh, it's been quite a phenomenon there's been laws passed mm -hmm. against trafficking there's been governments uh, presidents screened this in Latin America um, it's just really it's really um, given a lot of people a lot of hope it's it's lowered the cost for nonprofits to get support in, mm -hmm. in from people in child trafficking well the director of sound of freedom Alejandro Monteverde mm -hmm. is also the director of Cabrini mm -hmm. and he is a gifted director a, 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 a savant if you will he's yeah. a student student of film <laughs> and uh, he has stepped everything up a whole nother level with Cabrini and um, we immediately began the process um, when we acquired the uh, when we partnered on Sound of Freedom. We began the process of uh, partnering on Cabrini, and we're so excited to distribute this film. And Eduardo, who you'd mentioned about Sound of Freedom, he's an executive producer on Cabrini, isn't he? That's correct. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's kind of like uh, you got the gang back together for this. Yes, yes, <laughs> and we hope that there are many more. We're, we're doing very well together, and we hope that there are many more projects. Absolutely. So who is Francesca Cabrini? Francesca Cabrini is uh, an Italian immigrant to America who saw the plight of the immigrants in New York City, particularly the Italian immigrants back in the late uh, 19th century. Mm -hmm. And she started... Uh, the world's uh, most successful private network for orphanages, um, hospitals, um, uh, schools, mm -hmm. and uh, she was the inspiration for Mother Teresa. We've all, everyone's heard of Mother Teresa, but mm -hmm. almost no one's heard of Mother Cabrini. And uh, she was actually the very first American saint. But she's really an entrepreneur, powerful woman who uh, solved some incredibly difficult problems, took on the New York mayor, mm -hmm. took on the Pope, took on all these power structures in order to solve problems for these uh, these children and immigrants. And uh, it is, it's, it, my 18-year-old daughter says it is her favorite movie of all time. Oh, wow. I, I watched it and it was just gripping to me. It was definitely a top five for sure for me. It's beautifully done, everything from the script to... Uh, the cast to the cinematography, it's just such a beautifully done movie. Was there a particular scene that captivated you in this movie? That's a great question. I loved the scene, so, mm -hmm. this is, yeah, spoiler alert, a bit, because <laughs> um, this is a, a really fun moment, but there's, a, there's an immigrant boy whose father... Uh, commits suicide, mm -hmm. and he ends up with his father's, the pistol that his father used, mm -hmm. um, and uh, he tries to protect the, the the orphans and Cabrini from a pimp who uh, enters their their orphanage mm -hmm. and, and, and tells this guy to get lost and, uh, and holds up a pistol. He ends up shooting this guy <laughs> in the leg. And um, and uh, there's a really funny moment. You just got to see the movie to see the description when the doctors and the, and the and the uh, and the local bishop mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, confront Cabrini.
Cabrini about this, but after this is all done, Cabrini, she goes and she's sitting at a table mm-hmm. and she's got the pistol and she returns the pistol to this, this boy who can't be more than eight years old. Mm-hmm. And she says, this belongs to you. Um, but the children, I would very much like to know what you want to do with it. <laughs> but I, I love that moment because uh, the level of respect she had, she treated that child as an, an, an adult and expected mm-hmm. the most of him. Yeah. And he ended up destroying the pistol, mm-hmm. but um, but she left it in his hands and, 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 and honored and, and respected his property, mm-hmm. um, uh, even as a boy. And it's, it's just, I, when I watched that scene, I just thought, man, that scene can speak to anyone. It can speak to people who um, hate guns. It can mm-hmm. speak to people who um, a, who uh, are fighting for the Second Amendment in the United States. It can mm-hmm. speak to people who um, don't want to treat, treat children as children, but it, it, expect the most of them. I just loved that scene. I love that scene, especially being a libertarian with a property rights. I really respected that. I got a kick out of it. Um, so what do you think the audience would be feeling after they saw Cabrini, when they left the theater? What do you think the audience would be feeling? Alejandro Monteverde has said that after first watching the show Schindler's List, he had he decided as a young film student that he he wanted to make films, direct films where the film begins mm-hmm. when the movie ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a very that's a stew. noble mm-hmm. endeavor and difficult to do to where the movie sticks with you and you want to change your life as a result of that movie. Mm-hmm. And I think he's achieved that with Cabrini where when you're done, you're going to be thinking about this movie for a long time. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, if you're, if you're a person of action, you're, you're going to be acting on the feelings and some of the thoughts that come to you as you watch this film on what it means for your own life um, and what you, you know, what, what you intend to do with your life. And Cabrini, she was a Catholic saint, or she was a Catholic nun before she became a Catholic saint. But the movie doesn't have the feeling of being a religious film. It, 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 you don't watch it and say, oh, this is a religious film. It, it's like a woman film. It's like a woman's empowerment film, but in a way that is not feminism, but femininity. And I really respected that. Me too. I, I, it, it's really a movie about an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and a woman yep. that happens to be a nun. Yes. Yeah, and she, uh, at one point... One of my favorite lines from the movie, uh, one of the gentlemen was like, you would have been a very good man. <laughs> yeah, and I, I definitely have some appreciation for that, for sure. Um, she yeah, she spoke out against, against um, Congress. She spoke out to the Pope. Uh, she, and she, nothing scared her at all. She was fearless mm-hmm. on top of being an entrepreneur, on top of being a woman, a little woman, too. She's a tiny little yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, she's just a fireball. Uh, so what type of person do you think is going to love this film? You know, um, just, just based on my experience in my own family, mm-hmm. um, dad girls, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you, you know, uh, going as father daughter to, to this movie, uh, you're going to have an amazing time and a lot of conversation. 
conversations afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm surprised at how many young people like this movie. Mm-hmm. Another thing about this movie, I, I, we screened it at USC, which is the premier film school uh-huh. in the world, and uh, just, just last week, and people approached me afterwards who love the film, film students from USC, who clearly, um, uh, from our conversation, mm-hmm. were very, very left. Mm. And so I, I think that, that this film speaks to everyone, all, all po- political spectrum. Um, so um, I don't think you have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're going to like the film. If, and if this will also make a great film for a ladies' night out. Mm-hmm. And um, I just don't think you can go wrong. I, I, I'm, I can't think of somebody. Now, there's a couple of scenes in the film that are, yeah, this film's rated PG-13, so um, uh, I think I'm trying to think of who the youngest in our family we've shown it to. Uh, I think it's either our 12-year-old or maybe our nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but depending on how you, how mature your kids are, um, you might want to be a little bit sensitive that way. But other than that, I think everyone's going to love the film. That's yeah, that's wonderful. I haven't showed it to my two older daughters yet, um, but. I'm, I'm really looking forward. I think I want to bring them to the theater and show them um, as opposed to having them watch, you know, my copy on the computer. Um, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, definitely. Recommend it. This is a theatrical experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually going to drop a link up there in the Jumbotron real quickly. And I'm, I'm going to ask about how people can watch this movie and what's special about the way that they can watch movie if they pre-buy the tickets. Yeah, you bet. All right. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. There we go. Okay, so up there in the Jumbotron, that's um, my affiliate link, angel.com slash Josie. And it also has uh, the trailer right there, so you can watch uh, the trailer. And it's pinned to the top of my profile, too. So you can watch uh, the trailer when you get off the space. And uh, you can get your tickets through that way. And buying them this way helps support me, too. I'm an angel partner, just so everybody knows. So, Thank you for, for being a partner. Absolutely. So when they buy tickets through this link, what does that mean for them? What what are extra things that come with buying the tickets this way? If you buy the tickets through this link for participating theaters, you get a couple of great benefits. 
particularly if you do it now, today. Mm -hmm. So I think today's the last day of the early bird discount. Mm. Um, I think it's 21% off the last time I checked it today. So you get, you get a discount on your tickets, and then you also get um, what's called flexible booking, mm. which allows you to change your seat, your showtime, and even the location of your theater up until an hour before showtime. So this is an incredible first-in-the-industry type of feature. Um, uh, well, two of them, mm -hmm. like uh, demand pricing, like early bird tickets that, that, uh, and, uh, and flexible booking are, are both available by visiting angel.com slash Josie. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, so let's uh, jump just over to some Angel Studios stuff real quick. Uh, you have two upcoming movies, uh, Bonifer and Homestead. Can you tell us a little bit about each of those? You bet. So Bonhoeffer is the story of a preacher who lived in Germany, mm -hmm. and he was a pacifist a preacher who felt like he understood where Hitler was headed and decided to turn on him and tried to assassinate him mm -hmm. and lost his life for it. And uh, it's an incredible, incredible story. Uh, the filmmakers have done a beautiful job, um, and um, and that's coming out this November. Um, then uh, Homestead, starring Neil McDonough, who also starred in The Shift, which mm -hmm. uh, came out last last year, highly recommended. It's available um, for early access in the Angel Guild right now. Mm -hmm. um, Homestead is a you can think of it like. The rest of us with a moral compass like it's it's after a collapse of society and and all the things that people would go through in trying to survive um and how they would deal with moral dilemmas and and the like and it's and it releases a, as a film uh around christmas this year and then there will be uh, the plan is to have a um a uh a kick the film will kick off a series that will come out as well, right Right as the film's launching. Excellent. And uh, what's the shift about? I see previews for this, like, kind of all all the time, especially on, uh, like, Facebook and other outlets like that. It seems to be they're running the shift, but they're running, like, a like a scene from it as opposed to a trailer, so I'm not entirely sure what it's about. Can you tell me what the shift is about? The shift is one of those experiences that you just have to go through mm -hmm. to understand it. It's like nothing that you've ever seen before, but if I was to try to create a, a picture, mm -hmm. take the matrix. That was what I, that's the vibe I and got. <laughs> take the story of Job from the Bible, uh -huh. and, then, and then a Hallmark love story, <laughs> <laughs> and put them all together and you end up with the shift. Incredible. Yeah, I got a matrix vibe from that immediately when I was watching it. It was very odd, but yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so thank you for that. Uh, you also had mentioned that you do children's programming, such as uh, Tuttle Twins. Um, t can you tell me about some of the children's programming that you do and how our children can watch? You bet. There are two seasons of Tuttle, t Tuttle Twins right now. Mm -hmm. um, they're fantastic. They are uh, telling um, the principle, sharing the principles of liberty, freedom, mm -hmm. and economics in a really funny, digestible format that kids love because it's got physical humor, mm -hmm. parents love because the writing's so smart. Mm -hmm. um, I think of it kind of like smart writing like um, uh, The Simpsons or um, 
uh, uh, oh, it's not coming to me. <laughs> anyway, or, or an educational like magical school bus. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a really fun show. Um, the the other show that we have um, season two is uh, season one is already a, a freely available on the Angel app, which is free to download. And you can watch all all of our content for free, mm -hmm. and then if you're a guild member, you can watch certain things early. Um, but it's called the Wing Feather Saga, and this is a um, a four book series written by Andrew Peterson that tells the story of a, like just a an epic tale that a lot of people likened to C.S. Lewis or the Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. um, except it's animated and and um, it's it's a journey that uh, we're really looking forward to. It's going to be a seven season series, and season two comes out here for guild members, I think, in April. Excellent. Would you like to take some questions from the audience? Sure. Awesome. Okay, so this can go either way. Sometimes I get a bunch of questions, sometimes I get no questions at all. Let's hit or miss. So hopefully I got some brave souls in the audience that want to ask a question tonight. If you do, you can go ahead and request to be a speaker down there at the bottom, and I will make you one. And after I've made you a speaker, you can press that heart with the plus sign, and there's a hand. And uh, hit that hand, and I'm going to know you want to ask a question. All right, got a couple already. Excellent. Okay, Philip, go ahead. Thank you. I just wanted to say thank you for producing The Sound of Freedom. That movie was excellent, and it, I feel like it has awoken a lot of people up to what's really going on in the world with children. And uh, I don't have a question. I just wanted to thank you for producing that movie. Thank you so thank, much. Thank you for supporting that movie. That was a high-stakes movie to get out, and we got a lot of flack from it, but it was so worth it because of people like you getting behind it. Thank you, Philip. And if anybody has questions, you can ask a question about Cabrini, question about uh, Neil, Angel Studios, uh, Sound of Freedom, anything like that. Just go ahead, raise your hand. Uh, the Gaging, go ahead. Uh, you're muted. The Gaging. Um, can you hear me? I hear you fine, but uh, okay. I see his mute is on. Yeah. The gauge in your, there you go. Hi, do you have a question for Neil? Yes, I was wondering when the chosen was going to be out after theaters back to streaming. That's a great question. And there is not a release date for that. Um, Theaters like to to um, they like to have their window and and uh, the release date will be forthcoming. But it's it's a very specific. Um, you can kind of guesstimate because it's a very specific uh, theatrical schedule. Um, yeah, it's done by Fathom Events. It wasn't done by Angel Studios. Um, and uh, so there's two weeks for every episode, and the last episode comes out uh, the 28th, I think, of uh, of February. So it'll all be done, uh, you know, uh, at the beginning, you know, the first half of, of uh, March. Thank you. All right. Um, I did want to read a little excerpt about what Cabrini is, kind of just the, the, the little blurb on it. 
So it says, from Alejandro Monteverde, award-winning director of Sound of Freedom, comes a powerful epic of Francesca Cabrini, an Italian immigrant who arrives in New York City in 1889 and is greeted by diseased, crime, and impoverished children. Cabrini sets off on a daring mission to convince the hostile mayor to secure housing and health care for society's most vulnerable. With broken English and poor health, Cabrini builds an empire of hope unlike anything the world has ever seen. That was a better description than that. Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. It's, it's very smooth the way that was written when I just came across it. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's drop that in there. Also, the first maybe 15 to 20 minutes of the movie are in Italian, but it is subtitled. So, But then it switches over to English after that. It kind of gives you the feel of moving from Italy to America. I really like that. And, how I, and, I, and we, we've had uh, people who speak Spanish watch it in English with the Italian and, and mm -hmm. have had a wonderful experience because the movie's so... Um, it's like a, I, I, I like to call it a motion painting because mm -hmm. every single frame is so beautiful and yes. uh, you can kind of get a sense of where the story's going even if you don't read the subtitles. I just thought I'd mention that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Philippe, go ahead. Yeah, hi. Um, thank you. Can you, uh, can you hear me all right? Yes, I can. Oh, thank you. Okay, so uh, uh, Neil, uh, well, thank you for your time here. It's appreciated. Um, this, is more about, this is more about Angel Studios. Uh, just wondering if uh, you guys have uh, 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 a planning on sort of opening up the projects that are, you know, more more on the uh, um, uh, the, the the complete secular side, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and also is is you know is. Is, is the torch still something, or is it something that's been replaced by something else? Okay, good. So you do know about us. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, the, the torch that you're describing, this is either a, a concept or short film that you can put before the Angel Guild, who will yeah. then decide and vote on whether or not it should come to Angel Studios, and then we can uh, help uh, with uh, funding for the, for the show when it passes the Guild. Um, and uh, yes, we still accept torches. We get many entries. Um, uh, you, our very first show was not uh, a faith show. Um, it was called Drive Our Comedy. It's still out. It's, um, it's had almost five billion views. Um, but it's not about faith. It's just great stand-up. It's funny for everyone. It's uh, yeah. It's not like uh, it's family friendly. It's not a lot of stand-up yep. can be a little raunchy. It's not. Yep. So um, that's our, our. So when the guild reviews torches or films and decides whether to, to uh, uh, decides to vote on them, they answer a question: that does this story, or does this film, or does this show amplify light? And our definition for that is stories that are true, noble, just, authentic, lovely, admirable, and excellent. So we, we become known in the industry for meaningful cinema, for excellence, and it happens to be that there's a number of projects that we've done that are faith, but there are many that are, that are not. Um, but, it, but there was a recent study that was presented at USC and at a Variety Breakfast on faith in media, and, it's, and the majority of the world's faith. And uh, there was an era of Hollywood where every single story you ever watch would have a faith uh, foundation to it. 
Um, so I would say that if your project meets any of those principles, which are universal for secular people as well as people of faith, then it it can and should pass the Angel Guild as long as it's excellent storytelling. Um, now, if it's if people perceive it as false principles or as um, as you, you know not having consequences for your actions or all those types of things, then those uh, or if it's obviously uh, thrasher uh, <laughs> horror movies or porn or anything like that, obviously it's not gonna it, it's not gonna get any traction. But I don't think that um, there's a there's there's definitely not a faith test at Angel. Um, and Angel's name it stands for Angel Investors. It doesn't refer to a heavenly being. It refers to Angel Investors and the Angel Guild and the people who support these shows. Um, but um, it, uh, yeah, I hope that's helpful, Philippe. So we, we, it just needs yes, to be good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that, that being said, I actually talked uh, uh, with with your team a year and a half ago. So that's why the question is sort of a an, an update, right? That's, I uh, took the opportunity for, uh, to ask you uh, and update my, you know, uh, um, what I know. Um, but still, if, if I may, if I may add a comment here, I, I, it's yes, not please. just about, it, it, it's, it's just, it's not just about, I, I, I don't want to put people in error here because I, because um, beyond, beyond the, the fact that it could be, you know, faith-based or not faith-based, faith I believe there's a, a, a true, um, um, hunger for what I call true culture, right? A culture that is yes. just what it's supposed to be, right? And not the vessel for uh, some ideology of some kind. And um, and just recently, uh, um, uh, uh, the good uh, uh, Clifton uh, Duncan, I don't know how much he raised for his uh, a project. He's putting up a one-man show of becoming Thomas Soul and um, I think he, he closed the deal in about an hour or something and he's, he's Is that three or four times now what he's asked? So, um, oh, so that's great. Like, yeah, that's great. No, that's amazing. Um, and uh, and he's, he's earned it that beautifully. And But I, to me, it just shows how much there's a hunger for that type of culture, right? Totally. I totally. And I think across all, like, uh, thought, both religious and secular, this principle of doing unto others as you have them do unto you, um, and... Uh, And, and treating each other in a way that improves society um, long-term. Like, people just, they resonate with stories that help, like, that they invite the best of us. Yeah, I like that. Thank you, Philippe. If y'all arrived late and you want to ask a question to Neil, uh, you can go ahead and request to be a speaker down there at the bottom. So you talked about torches. Um, that's what uh, the submissions are called to the Angel Guild. And the story behind Torch, if I'm not mistaken, is that when they were building the Statue of Liberty, they built the torch first and took that around everywhere to kind of get um, uh, excitement behind building the Statue of Liberty. So it was the torch in that regard was a suggestion, uh, just like these are suggestions. So I thought that They're was interesting. Proposals. Proposals, proposals, yes. That's what I mean. communicate the filmmaker's vision. Yes. Absolutely. I think that that was well-named for sure. Can you tell us a little bit about Pay It Forward? You bet. So um, Pay It Forward is a, a system that we uh, developed back in 2019 for The Chosen, and we've expanded it to theatrical. 
this is something that's near to our hearts because we grew up very poor in, in rural Idaho working on farms. Mm-hmm. And I remember two films that I was able to attend in the theaters, and it was in the Dollar Theater later on. And uh, Pay It Forward allows those of us who have means um, to purchase tickets for others uh, who don't mm-hmm. or who wouldn't otherwise see the film. So you might want to pay it forward just because you want the ideas associated with the story to spread. You might want to pay it forward because you have extra means and you want to help those who most could use some po- help, some hope from the cinema to be able to go for free. So you can go and you can pay it forward for one person or for ten. Mm-hmm. And um, there's there's um, it's just a great way to... Um, help spread great messages and it was one of the was one of the keys actually to the spreading of sound of freedom to be such a phenomenally successful release last year beating out both indiana jones and mission impossible domestically and that was independence day that that weekend when it was released which is historically a really challenging weekend to to beat anybody in the box office correct Mm mm-hmm uh, so for those of uh, us who have been under a rock uh, the last few years, can you tell us what The Chosen is about? The Chosen uh, is a series, mm-hmm. a streaming series that tells the stories of those who Jesus touched. Mm. Um, it is based on scripture, but it also contemplates plausible backstories to the characters that are described in the New Testament uh-huh. they interacted with Jesus. And um, it's become a global phenomenon. And uh, season four is out right now in the theaters. And uh, it's a beautiful show uh, starring uh, Jonathan Rumi. And um, the, it's, the plan is to do seven seasons of The Chosen to tell all this, well, not all, but to tell a narrative story around the entire New Testament and all the people who Jesus touched. But what's great about The Chosen is that I remember when we first screened it at a conference that the the, the people behind the desk that were screening the movie afterwards said to me, you know what, I'm not religious at all, but that's a really great show. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really what The Chosen is. It's great storytelling first, great entertainment first, and, um, and faith content second. I love that. Um, so let's, let's jump over to Sound of Freedom again. Uh, can you, I know there was a lot of backlash from Sound of Freedom. Can you tell me the craziest backlash that happened with Sound of Freedom? <laughs> I'll tell you this craziest story that happened in Sound of Freedom. Oh, yeah. If I, if I would consider it backlash, mm-hmm. but um, we had um, heads of state invite us to come and premiere Sound of Freedom in different countries. Uh, Naib Bukele. Uh, invited us to El Salvador, and we screened it with the president, and uh, the reception there was wonderful. Well, we went to Ecuador to do something similar, mm-hmm. and the president of Ecuador was en route to the premiere, and we were, and we had uh, half the people into the premiere, mm-hmm. and uh, the other half were still in line outside the building, and one of the, um, and, and this president was uh, not going to be reelected; he, mm-hmm. he was retiring. And his uh, one of the running one of the one of the people running for president was assassinated, like within a block of uh, where we were uh, doing this premiere. Wow! And 
And uh, the article that came out was that the president of Ecuador and Eduardo Verastegui were flown out of the country because of this um, terrorism. And uh, they locked down the whole place, and we were and we were just sitting there and wondering what to do. And, uh-huh. we're, and we just said, "Well, we're stuck here. Let's just go ahead. And <laughs> Let's watch the movie. Screen the film. <laughs> we'll talk, talk yeah. to people." So uh, Tim stayed, and and I stayed, and I had my daughter there with me. And then uh, we screened the film. And as soon as the cops um, un- undid the um, the barricade, we uh, went out that night. I went out that night with my daughter, and we just got on a plane and headed to Panama from there. Yeah. Um, I think Tim and his wife stayed to help some people who uh, were asking for help for some ladies who were being trafficked. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, it was a crazy, crazy story, and there's so many crazy stories on the trail of that film. So That is wild. I remember hearing... I- hearing that and following that in the news i didn't realize it was right next to the premiere of a of, uh, sound of freedom that's insane and it caused the film to, to to go to the front and center of everybody in ecuador and and throughout latin america to mm-hmm. start thinking about it and watching it the more i you know i'm a believer and uh the more i look at the way all that went down i i feel that god wanted uh the message mm-hmm. of that story to reach as many people as possible throughout the world to take the baton of, of fighting child trafficking and help these children in the way that it did. It was, it was just the most miraculous set of events and stories that made Sound of Freedom come to market. Yeah, I mean, how do you not look at that and see something divine when, when it comes to everything that had to have happened to lead up to that moment and deliver that message? Yes. Well, let me see, I got a question here. Mahal, Mahal, do you, hi. Yep, very close. Uh, Mehul. Hi, Mehul. Yeah, how are you doing? Great. Uh, awesome. So, Angel Studio, you know, I love your movies, you know, because um, they are with the messages and they have like very, very good stories, right? So. The question I have is like they are unique, right? It's um, it's not like a fantasy movie or anything like that, right? They have a message. So yes. when you guys create a marketing plan, how exactly do you focus? Because target group that would be like definitely challenging, right? Like, hey, you know what? Let's do marketing, but what are we gonna do? Are we gonna like target? I mean, it's not like target, target, right? But like, are we gonna get in? touch with like community that the church or are we going to do this or how, how are we going to target the audience so when you guys make a marketing plan is it like a little bit challenging or ah, it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> no it is challenging Mehul. um the 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 theatrical box office market is it's a it's a battlefield of sorts a battlefield of ideas and um, we do lots and lots of testing to hone our message and we had to do a lot of tests. So when we received sound of freedom, it was positioned as an art house suffering film. It had dark coloring. It, it was, it matched. 
matched the feeling of the film. And um, we saw it and we said, you know what? This film is amazing and people will love this film when they see it. But boy, the dark art house depressing messaging is just not going to reach that many people based on what we see in the market. Films like that, they're the top of what they can do in the box office is like 20 or 30 million. Um, and so our uh, head of theatrical, he suggested we pivot to a hero thriller message around Sound of Freedom, which we did. And we changed the entire brand to, to match hero thriller. And, and uh, we tested things down to him. Um, uh, I think he's holding a gun on the poster and the, the colors of the poster and what the and what the tagline is that God's children are not for sale. Um, all that we test it. We figure out which message, which part of the message is resonating the most, and then we um, spend our marketing dollars more efficiently because we know that the message is causing people to want to purchase tickets. It's similar with Cabrini. We could approach Cabrini as a as a entrepreneurial film. We could approach it as an immigrant film. We could approach it as a film about women's empowerment. We could approach it as a film about philanthropy. Uh, there are lots of markets that we could approach, but our lead message, and you'll see that there are many Cabrini trailers, and they're, the trailers are put to women's anthems. So Mariah Carey's Hero, Shania Twain. Um, there's more that are coming out uh, where basically these are just powerful songs about women and uh, the, the market a size for for that kind of position is bigger than any of the other positions that we could take but there's further testing that goes into that and um and then we have to stay on top of it as we release the film track which messages uh produce the most sales and then uh, lean into those messages it is awesome. a it is a rigorous rigorous process that awesome. we are, are awesome. continuously honing thank you for that great question Mayhul. Sure, and also I just want to let you know that uh, uh, we have huge community on Twitter, right, for the AMC shareholder, and we love Angel Studio movies, you know, because your movies are always with the messages, you know, and um, whenever we see a good movie, we fully support that, right, and your movies are always good. For example, Sound of Freedom, all of us, we went crazy, you know, and... Uh, that was fantastic movie. Keep keep making the good movies, man, because, yeah, definitely we need that for the community, you know? Thank you. you. You're doing awesome. Thank you very much, Mehul. You're going to love Cabrini. Thank you, Mehul. Well, um, I have a couple more questions, um, and they're mostly about Angel Studios' uh, upcoming films and shows. Uh, Possum Trot, can you tell us a little bit about that one? Yes. I think um, we are saying a lot by releasing it on July 4th, one year after Sound of Freedom. Oh. Possum Trot tells the story of 22 black families from a little town in Texas called Possum Trot. Mm -hmm. These 22 families adopted 77 children in the foster care system. Wow. And the stories of what they went through are gripping, um, like mind-blowing, and very, very moving. Mm -hmm. And what's key here is that the, the government studies say that about 90% of child trafficking in the United States is connected
care system. Ugh. And so solving the, uh, the problem of uh, child adoption and of foster care will actually uh, solve in large part the problem of trafficking. So this is a beautiful film and it's a follow-up to Sound of Freedom that we believe is the kind of the, the, the marquee solution uh, that society can, can embrace to, um, to help solve this problem. Excellent. You started talking about that and it got chills. That's such a powerful, powerful film, I can tell already. Um, young, and Young David. So Young David is a, is a miniseries that is a precursor to David, the movie. It's an animated musical that's coming out in 2025. There are four episodes of the, of the miniseries that are out. They tell the story of young David and his different um, roles in life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's warrior, um, poet, uh, worshiper, um, I can't remember all of them, but there's five. Yeah. Five different aspects of his character, and they're being covered in these five-minute shorts. My children love them. The latest one is, I think, only available in the guilds right now. It's, uh, Poet? It's called Poet, mm-hmm. and um, it's Psalms 23. But the song right now, you can you can do a search on um, Apple Music or whatever, wherever you listen to music for... 23 and mm-hmm. young David and you can hear that song it's it's beautiful oh, wow. and um, and and you can do that for free right now or you can sign up to be a guild member or watch the first three uh, episodes in the miniseries for free with your children you'll, you'll you'll love them they're so well done and 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 young David in 2025 is going to be the moment when uh, Angel Studios uh, takes on the formidable task of releasing a huge animated musical um, through globally, and uh, we're very excited about that. Does sound pretty exciting. Uh, Will I am? Go ahead. Hello. Uh, thank you for the the mic. Sure. Uh, for, yeah, I just came across your your account, uh, your profile here, and uh, I really appreciate the space, the topic, and the the, the platform to speak to you, Neil, and. And I hope everybody's having a great, great time. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a pretty big movie fan, and I'm kind of in the mule basket. We, we're pretty excited about what we're part of, and um, you know, I just want to applaud your um, taking stories, uh, things that uh, from our past, uh, things that are current, things that are happening. Uh, the trauma that, that, that people have experienced and using it as a tool, um, not so much of fear, but uh, to bring restoration and, and healing and, and a solution. And so I, I think it's pretty masterful uh, how you've pulled that off so far. Oh, thank you very much for saying so. It means a lot coming from you as, as a huge fan of film. Um, yeah, we're just so grateful for people like you who are supporting this effort. You know, and I, 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 there's, a, there's, a, there's a ton of pretty active people, and, and you know, Twitter's or X is a pretty interesting place as far as, uh, you know, what what circles you're allowed out of or into. <laughs> Some people call it shadow banning or whatever, but, you know, many, many voices have been really suppressed, but 
stepped on. Thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. Mehul, did you have another question? Yeah, actually, I do have question slash suggestion. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was just wondering, Neil, um, have you have you ever thought of, like, uh, you know, these days, all movies, movie merchandise are doing awesome, you know? Whether that's a popcorn bucket or a drinking cup or whatever it is, but the movie merchandise are doing awesome. Have you ever thought, like, maybe in the future movie, you guys can do movie merchandise and then like maybe percentage of that goes to some uh, it will be donated to some organization fighting against the um, whatever the issue that movie is about something oh, like I'm that so, I'm, so, I'm so happy that you brought that up Mehul. um so there you it is possible right now if you go to angel.com you can click on our um, uh, gift factory merch store or you can go to shop.angel.com and we have merchandise for many many of our projects now we I, I'm so glad that you brought this up Mehul, because we've had many people ask us about uh, why we didn't uh, why we did pay it forward for tickets instead of paying towards organizations and I'm going to give you an answer on why this is. Um, at Angel, we feel like we need to become the best in the world at selecting, refining, and distributing great stories. And the more profitable that we become at doing that, the larger those stories will become and the more global impact that they'll have on culture. We feel like that's what our Angel Guild and all of our supporters have commissioned us to do. Now, selecting which nonprofit, what solution for a particular community is right, is better done by people after they have the awareness and understand the problem. Our job is to build awareness. It's not to solve problems, it's to build awareness. And, um, and then people are in the position to figure out how to solve problems. When we talk to trafficking organizations prior to launching Sound of Freedom, we talk to them about the number one thing that could be done to help them in their work. And the number one thing they all said was build awareness. Not enough people know about this problem. So you, if you can do that and nothing else, that'll be important. And, and I got a note from one of those nonprofits uh, from uh, Washington, D.C., who messaged me and said how she was at an event where she would normally expect 20 people to show up. And there were two to 300 people who showed up. And when they go and post and ask people to support their trafficking or anti-trafficking efforts on Facebook, that their cost to acquire um, new donors or to get people to do things dropped tremendously. And they knew what they needed to do in their particular sphere. They knew what legislation needed to be passed. And in the same in El Salvador, in Brazil, in Europe, Everybody will know best what to do in their circumstance, and we feel like that using the dollars that could be used to grow the show uh, uh, for donating to efforts would be not a bad thing, but it wouldn't be the best thing that we could do. The best thing we can do is grow the awareness and then allow the organizations and communities and individuals to take that awareness and, 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 and work on solutions.
This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Yeah, I completely agree, man. That's that, that, that way, you know, you can make more money with the different messages, right? And uh, people will be aware of, like, different issues instead of uh, less number of issues, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. Also, just one thing, for example, for myself, right? I, I never knew that Angel Studio has a, a store, right, for the merchandise. Yes. So <laughs> I, I didn't know until you told me, right? So instead of like at the um, Angel Studio merchandise store, have you thought of like getting uh, in partnership with theaters and sell them at the theater physically? That's a good when idea. When the movie is there, that's a good idea. Great idea, Nicole. I think we did that in a couple of Latin American countries that were fast on Sound of Freedom. Um, I know that we have plans and we're working on things with David. That is such a great idea. I, I think our plans with David are mostly around getting merchandise ready around the launch, but adding it, like talking to the theaters about them carrying the merchandise is such a great idea to build awareness. Thank you, Mihil. Thank you, Mihil. I have two questions sure, here from the audience. Uh, first one is from Ultra Salty. She says, he says, uh, TRHL official, can you have Neil talk more about Homestead? I read the books and I'm so excited that they made it. <laughs> so Homestead got a, a, a very good rating in the guild. Uh, there's an early cut of it. That, so that's another thing that you want to join the guild for is because you get to watch movies before they come to theater in the guild and you get a vote on them um, and decide whether or not they make it. So it got a very good rating in the guild. They're, they're taking the guild feedback to improve it even more. Um, it's in, it's in production and, uh, and we're releasing it um, in December. Um, I'll tell you the, man, the ending rocks me. Um, I don't know what else to say about it or what you'd like to know about it, but uh, we're very excited about Homestead. I guess they'll have to join the guild and uh, watch it and review it and give their feedback. Yes, and I, I don't want to misrepresent. Like, if you join the guild right now and <laughs> you go to review projects, you won't be able to see um, Homestead. Oh, okay. You, the way it works is that when a filmmaker gets a version done, if you're a member of the guild, then you'll there's a random sample where you get the, like certain guild members will get the chance to review one film and other guild members will get the chance to review another. And we're trying to get a sense from your votes on whether or not the guild community as a whole will accept and get behind a project. And so you get lots of chances to review projects like Homestead. 
I, as a guild member, member happened to be one of the ones who got to, to review that. Um, I don't know if it. I don't know if it's still being reviewed right now or not. So I wouldn't want you to sign up and think, oh, I get to go watch Homestead right now, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and then not be able to watch it. But I still would recommend you doing it because you have this chance to, to make have an impact on culture and vote on these shows before they go to theaters or be, before they're released. Definitely, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't know that part. It makes sense though. It definitely is a little more a little more organized in that in that regard. Uh, let me see. Uh, Will I am? Go ahead. Um, hello. Yeah. Uh, I was able to step down and gain my composure, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure if you can see. Somebody else had their hand up before me. I have no problem waiting. Okay. Uh, Philippe, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Uh, no, it's just a comment, actually, because when uh, earlier uh, uh, the other fellow was talking about mar- uh, merchandising, mm-hmm. uh, just a quick tip, uh, a tip for Neil, uh, you know, there are companies like Teespring that, you know, you just give them the design and they take 40% off and that's it. You know, it's completely off your hands and, you know, it's, uh, it's all streamlined and super cool, you know, so, uh, so it doesn't become like a, <clears throat> you know, it's not like you're stepping into, a, you know, uh, more office work, right? So <laughs> it, it doesn't add to your load, right? Uh, on the contrary, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, we uh, did. Thank you for that suggestion. I think we yeah. still do something like that for um, er- projects early on, but when these projects get big, we, you know, we have a, uh, a huge warehouse and team. And I, during Christmas time, I went over to visit, and I can't believe the scale of everything that's being shipped. To people who are supporting these shows and, and buying gifts for Christmas and everything. So what we do is we use something like that Teespring for projects early on to test ideas. And but when we when you get into significant sale scale and there's and people are buying millions of dollars of, of uh, these these products, there's um, uh, we have to scale them up and and uh, provide a good user experience for people. So we do a combination of those. Thank you for sharing that, Philippe. Thank you, Philippe. Are you ready to go, Will? Yeah, and thank you. Sure. Um, Neil, uh, directed at you. Um, yeah, you know, I I feel like this last few years, uh, <laughs> I think many people could probably attest to how um, catalyzing it's it's been. Um, you know, just for me anyway. I'll speak to myself. I've really been uh, kind of alerted. You know, I, I you know, I've been living pretty actively, but but passively at the same time and COVID gave me the, the time to, to kind of start looking into things and, and there's many passions I have and, and foster care uh, is, is uh, pretty near and dear to, to my heart um, and, and mental health in general um, and so I if, if there's any opportunity for to be part of a, a think tank or or anything on how to, to, to maximize uh, the impact of a film like you were talking. I don't, I don't remember the Pause name. Pause and Trot. Pause and Trot comes out July 4th. It, it sounds amazing. It really does. Um, so, uh, so yeah. We'd love to have your help, Will. So there's, uh, there's we, we build a, uh, basically an ambassador's team for each film, and um, um, I think it's angel.com slash ambassadors slash the name of the movie. So I think that's what it is. Um, so it would be slash ambassadors slash Cabrini if you want to help uh, 
be part of the inside group that's helping uh, with Cabrini or slash Possum Trot. Um, I don't know if there's a dash there, um, uh, but if you check the page, I think that'll be become available if you follow Possum Trot on our on on Angel.com. We'd love to have your help and and uh, and stay connected. I really want to uh, really bite there. I, I, I'm not able to write that down. If anybody has that link, could you drop it in the little chat bubble down there? I, I personally would really appreciate that. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll post the link on my Twitter once I find it after um, after this event. And I'm going to have to wrap up here. I've got something else here at 6. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, well thank you so much for... Uh for for joining me uh how can people support angel support you support cabrini well like like what will just said join becoming an ambassador mm -hmm. um or just go to angel.com and uh start watching all the great shows download the app on your your samsung smart tv on your apple tv on your phone anywhere you want all this, these shows are free to watch mm -hmm. we very much want to get these ideas out to the world so that's the first thing and then if you you want to engage more, you know, as, as family, at the Harmons, we say we live on the other side of the screen, mm -hmm. right? We're, we're not going to just be consumers of content. We're going to actually help create. Mm -hmm. And becoming a member of the Angel Guild makes you a creator alongside of all these filmmakers. And uh, you can be part of that process, help with the process all the way through, um, help us get the very best stories out into the world. And, um, you know, that you know 20 bucks a month to change the future of our culture is is a small is maybe the best investment you could make mm -hmm. today uh, for cultural impact um but if you can't afford that that's fine just uh get angel.com and and uh we try to make all this stuff available for free and we'd love to have your support and is the app what, what's the name of the app angel studios you for Angel, I think it's the first thing that comes up on both Google and Apple. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, and if anybody's interested in seeing the movie, you can go ahead and click the link in the Jumbotron there or uh, pin to my profile and click the link there and go ahead and buy yourself and your family some tickets. Well, I want to be respectful. Tonight's the last night. Yes, like for, for the for discount. Like two, 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 like two hours left for mm -hmm. the 21% um, discount and then the, the, the early bird is going off. Excellent. Well, I want to be respectful of your time, but thanks again so much for joining me, Neil, and I really hope that this movie does as amazing as it's as it deserves to do because it is an incredible film. Thank you, Josie, and thank you everyone else for your questions and for your contributions and for up, uh, supporting and uplifting uh, and encouraging us here at Angel. Absolutely, thanks, Neil, and thank you to all of my speakers today. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Angel Studios, and thank you to my subscribers at TimCast.com for being a member and helping to support our work. Um, everybody, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Have a good night. Good night.